You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. I want to play with my new toys. And folks, that's the way we'll start with Geekiest Show Ever, episode 255. Melissa has toys, and she wants to play with them, and we're not going to ask a lot of questions about those toys. <laughs> because we're going to try to keep this R-17, maybe this week. I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> yeah. here. I'm looking at the show notes. Excuse it could be a little me? interesting. <laughs> wow. Find something, Melissa? <laughs> Did you look at the oh. show notes? Not yet, but I'm headed there now. I'm afraid. Should I, should I be afraid? Be very be, afraid? Be very afraid. So, yeah. folks, we're after a week off. We're back in your uh, ear holes, your earlobes, whatever, whatever part of uh, your listening anatomy you decide to use. We all took the week off to spend Easter with our families and overindulge in chocolate and various types of food. I was full of a lot of country ham and chocolate this time last week. And You're feeling, full of a little more than that. And feeling quite full. <laughs> Do what? You go, girl. Yeah. Zing. And I'm not the one trying to kill Kevin this week. So. We take turns. We take turns. Oh me! You, you see what I have to do? What I go through for you, the listeners out there? I have to be abused. I mean, I get abused via text messages. I mean, it's called codependency. <laughs> it's co weird sometimes where our text <laughs> messages go. The uh, let me may I call in call mine to the thread last was it Monday or Tuesday night when we were. Barry and Dave and that was fun. Yeah, oh, it was night. It was fun, but it was going so fast I couldn't keep up with it. And my other phone was laying in the bedroom. I just hear it going ding, 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 ding. ding. <laughs> well, you think that's bad? I come home sometimes because you know I've given up my iPhone, but I still have my iPod that has messages on it. So when I get home and get in Wi-Fi, yeah, it sounds like a freaking ice cream car, uh, truck going down the road. Ding, ding, ding. And, you, and, I'm, and it's like, holy crap, what are you guys on crack or something what here? What does I mean, the fox so... say? <laughs> ding a ling a ling a ling. Well, didn't you like that picture? We're going to go into. Didn't you like the picture, Mike, that I sent you of the display of goo? Yeah, see, I was, I've been busy. I see uh, Melissa sent me a picture of a, I see a wreath with an Easter egg hiding in it. Maybe this is a different conversation. Oh, oh no. Yeah, yeah, that was a slightly different conversation. <laughs> no, I see the display of Google on there. All your different <laughs> oh, kinds oh, of Google. One. Yes. Right. And I didn't realize there are so many. You got grout and oven and grill. I don't see a podcast or Google on there. It's probably known as arsenic, but. Maybe, uh, <laughs> Maybe that's what I need. Yeah, I think all of us, before the show started, we were. Uh, Having discussions about um, Melissa's trying to get her mic to work, not me, the, uh, the mic on her computer. And I was <laughs> telling him about the, the harrowing experiences we've had uh, on uh, Sci-Fi Tech Talk trying to make Skype work because Skype is just being a jerk. So, uh, yeah, I think we just need some podcasting Google on that we can just spray on stuff, and make this stuff, you know, go away. You Are we in a Mercury, Mercury and retrograde right now? I think that's what's causing a lot of problems. Okay, don't get hippie on us because I don't understand. <laughs> I, you kids and your fancy I'm go stuff. Put my pipe no. away. Let, let, let's put it this way: I grew up during the seventies, but because of certain experiences, I forgot part of the seventies. Yes. 
Well, that means you were really there. I, yeah, that's that's true. Because my kids will ask me a question, I'll go, yeah, I was alive, but I don't remember that. <laughs> so. I think some of that may actually be, forgetting some of the 70s may actually be a godsend. Although I think disco is permanently burned into my brain. Let, let's put it this way. I grew up in a very small town of about 450 to 500 people. And there was plenty of alcohol that could be made and or bought by the time you were about 14 or 16 years old. So, I well, had more in my graduating class. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. I had more people yep. in my grad. Because I, I came where I lived was like 100,000 people. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. No. Well, and you see, and my hometown is very similar to Kevin's, but, uh, you know, and I related to most of these people and they won't let me forget. <laughs> I thought shit. you were going to say you were related to Kevin for a second. <laughs> we are yeah, brothers by different mothers. Yes. <laughs> no, it's probably a gene that rolls through here, but who knows? Yeah. Well, well that you, makes Melissa and I sisters from a different mister. There you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> that's that's not a far fetch. <laughs> oh no! Don't just wait till Max talk. Oh boy. <laughs> oh lord. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. this this could be you know one of the seven signs of the apocalypse or something. But <laughs> what I saw those guys riding across the horizon. What were they doing? Oh, the four horsemen? Yeah. Oh, Lord, we're screwed now. <laughs> well, before we get too far off, we have to get to Mark's <laughs> favorite part of the show. Mark, he laments if we would ever forget this. I, he'd probably fly up here from Australia to check on us if we forgot it. No, really, he doesn't give a shit. But anyway, <laughs> the the weather forecast, it was, it was pleasant today. I actually posted a pic. I went outside. It was about 58, maybe 60 degrees this afternoon. It was cloudy, so I went outside, sat on the deck in my shorts and T-shirt, and I was actually uh, playing uh, on my Game Boy Advance, which leads into something else we'll talk about later. Uh, But it was pleasant. Now, the next couple days, it's going to be about 50, maybe 55 degrees here. A lot of rain, though, the next couple days. I mean, we're supposed to get a ton of rain. And then on Wednesday, it's going to turn shitting hot going to be like 70 degrees and 83 degrees and then 84 degrees and kevin will be a freaking puddle i mean it's what it's going to amount to so and mike will take over the show yes so and wow. i'll just sit here and say welcome to my world <laughs> hey you chose to live out there yeah so michael has me <laughs> well uh Weather this weekend has been really good. We just came back a little while ago from visiting my uh, uh, daughter down in Susan. And the weather it was it was beautiful. We didn't have a have to have a coat on. I had long sleeves, so when the wind blew, I could pull them down, so I wouldn't get too much of a chill. Roll them up, so if it got a little too warm. Uh, today was great too, about sixty nine degrees. Went out, mowed the lawn for the first time. Got the. Uh, uh, riding lawnmower resurrected for the year. Uh, tomorrow's not going to be too bad. It's going to be in 60s. And this is we've had a short spell here because most of last week was kind of cloudy and cool and just kind of blah. And it's going back to that on Tuesday. Uh, looks like 40s, uh, highs somewhere between 40, maybe by Friday up to 50s. Um, yeah, cloudy, overcast. So it, it's Kevin's kind of weather, which means it kind of sucks for me. It's certainly not, you know, 30 degrees below zero and the snow blowing. But, you know, it's spring. I kind of want some sun. I want, you know, I'm, I'm solar powered sometimes, you know, this ever expanding, you know, thing on 
top of my head is actually a solar panel. Uh, so, you know, a little more sun uh, to, you know, jumpstart my brain or something here. Get me into the mood for, you know, spring and summer and because we've only got less than a month of school left. And then, you know, the our busy season kicks in. And we're trying to clean, repair, upgrade, and fix things. So, yeah, I need to get in the mood to do that. So hopefully the weather will come around and get me fired up so, you know, you'll have a solar-powered janitor here. Well, the one good thing I'll have to say about the weather this time of year, and I posted some pics of this, too, on Twitter, was um, the trees uh, behind our house are leafing out, which means I get a a bigger sense of privacy because I can't see as many things throughout my subdivision that I live in. So it's a lot more private, mostly, except for the bumpuses that live behind me. But, you know, it's a lot. Are you trying to tell us that you're going to be nude sunbathing and we should just look away, look away? My retinas. My retinas. I will just tell you not to zoom in on Google Earth on my house. That's all I'll say. We would really have to zoom in, too. Oh, my God. Kevin killed all of us. I can prove anything you want. What do you want me to prove? Oh, my God. I need my inhaler. (laughs) Aha. Paybacks are hell, aren't they? Uh... So, but no, it's uh, well, that's what I always said. I always wanted to live, God bless her, my sister in law, uh, where she lives. They live kind of out, but not way out. They live off a main road. The house sits probably a couple, maybe a hundred, maybe 150 yards. But my sister in law is just, she, it, she will tell you what she's thinking. She holds nothing back, and I love her to death. She's the sweetest thing on the face of the planet. Do anything in the world for you. But one day, she was talking. I remember sitting there. She's saying, yeah, I needed some underwear. So I just ran out the door buck naked and went out to the clothesline. <laughs> you know, and she lives along a road where there's a concrete plant, so there's cement trucks going up and down the road. And she don't care. So I, I get it honest. You know, my families were just out there. What can I say? You grow up in a rural area, you don't. you just don't give a damn. Right, Mike? Sure. Oh, yeah. There's been a few times, you know, again, uh, thank God, you know, we don't have the cameras that back then that we do now. You know, that's, that's all the further I'm going. Yep. That's that's enough. That, you know, streaking was a major sport when I was growing up. You know, mm. that's all I'll I saw say. my first actual drone, like, out in the wild this past week. Like, I had never actually seen one operate one that close before, and it scared the shit out of me, actually. I shot three down this week. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, was, uh, I was out in the Sonora Desert. My my little guy, Keegan, went on a field trip, and I went with him, and I've been paying for it ever since. Oh, my God. That's why there's, like, no activity on my Apple Watch today, barely at all. <clears throat> I wasn't wearing it for napping or anything. I would have even gotten credit for that. But I was driving. There's this. There's this. You can actually look look for this on Google Maps or Google Earth or whatever. There's this uh, this really neat, twisty, windy road called Devil's Pass. <laughs> I think it's probably called that for a reason. And uh, I was coming around the turn, and I don't know. It looked like somebody in like a trooper uniform. I mean, it looked like it was maybe it could have been a park ranger or something like that. And they were flying this big black. Uh, drone that I swear looked like a huge tarantula up in the sky. And it scared the crap out of me as I turned the corner because I didn't know what it was. And I thought, oh, that's a little dangerous. But yeah, I'd never seen one that big or someone just operating it right, you know, in close proximity. My my kids have like a little tiny one that's got little fans on it. I mean, it's probably about the size of two of your hands put together. But this one was a lot bigger than that. 
looks like one of those huge routers that has all the antennas on it. But it was, uh, it was an interesting sight to see. Hmm. Maybe they were doing, uh, they're starting to use them for, before, uh, then I'll get back to the weather. They're starting to use those for surveying, doing uh, updating uh, aerial surveys at times. I don't know oh, the, uh, be just because it's cheaper than paying a pilot, you know, mm-hmm. they can do it. It's it. They have the base maps and they can fly them with these and then add updates to it or add additional layers and details. But that's what, so I've been told. I don't know that for a fact, but anyway. So before we forget, Melissa or Elisa, how is your weather forecast for this week? It was about 69, like it was for Mike. It's going to be nice tomorrow and then rainy on Tuesday and Wednesday, 54 degrees on Tuesday. But then once we get to Thursday, we're going to be hitting the high 70s and sunny. Ah. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) Awesome. And then 70s to high 60s starting the beginning of next week, assuming the weather doesn't change, which we know is going to change between today and tomorrow. Yes. So it's good. My husband was outside for a number of hours today doing, getting the yard work done. Yeah. My wife mowed the yard, I guess, Thursday. I think it was Thursday. Yeah. She mowed Thursday. She does that. So I don't have to spend all weekend doing it. Bless her heart. Um, And plus then we put down weed and feed, which is just making things go nuts. But you know, you feed your weeds. No, we do that. We kill the weeds. We feed the grass. (laughs) Oh, okay. I don't know. We don't have grass here. Uh, I bet you do. It's grown in the desert in small, remote places. <laughs> <laughs> like Very uh, remote. Albuquerque. It's on golf courses. It's Albuquerque golf courses. area. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's I actually a just had a conversation shit. about that. It's <laughs> oh, we have plenty of that kind. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Grass by way of Maui or something like that, or you know, a little Maui Wowie or something. Get or, the you know, ooey owie from the Maui Wowie man. Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cookies. Okay. And, and so, Melissa, I'm going to say your weather goes from hot to damn hot. Uh huh. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. The, the coolest day in our forecast is going to be Saturday. Supposedly, it's going to be 76. Oh boy. And Friday, the day before, it'll be 83, but it'll be windy. But the rest of it is all just straight up and down sunshine. It's all mm. in the upper 80s and 90s. Mm. That would it's freaking hot. Yep. And you haven't even gotten to the hottest part of the year yet. I know. I know. In fact, it's been uh, things, you know, plants have been going bonkers. People have been going bonkers here. We kind of got robbed of our quote unquote winter, if you could even call it that. We just didn't really get anything. It's just it's just stayed hot. It's like unseasonably hot right now. Mm. Well, I know the uh, again. well. There's a currently there's a an intense low pressure system moving up the east coast because, as a matter of fact, that's what's going to generate a lot of the rain. I saw there was some flood warnings in South Carolina and North Carolina, and I think they're moving up into Virginia slowly. So keep an eye out, Elisa. You might have some of the flood warnings come your way. I haven't heard anything, but I don't really watch the news over the weekend. Yeah, so I'll be paying I, attention starting tomorrow. I just, I mean, I what I my my extent of the weather news is what I get on the Weather Channel app on my phone or on my iPad. I don't, I don't actually tune into the news. It's too depressing. But we won't go there. So anyway, this week we have a great topic from Melissa uh, from Elisa that is just. 
very family friendly in in the nature of it. So <laughs> it it you know it, it just speaks family to to us all. Elisa, would you like to enlighten us? Are you talking about the clusterfuck that is AT and T? That's the one. <laughs> yeah, so family friendly. Ah. Okay. Well, just to continue the long-running saga, I got my bill, and as I had said before, I have two credits that I'm supposed to get. Got my bill, I think on Monday. Checked it on Tuesday. The first credit was there. Yay! <laughs> so I kept checking to make to see when I was going to get the credit from my phone. Didn't get it, didn't get it, didn't get it. Called them on Friday. I was on the phone for 75 minutes. The first 40 of which were on hold. See, at that point, you just start, you know, stabbing people. Yep. (laughs) We're experiencing higher than usual call volume. Well, yeah, because you have... You, you, well, yeah, you're, I think by now, Lisa has a special room in her house that's got lots of padding, and they say, okay, Lisa, go in there and make your phone call to AT&T. <laughs> well, I, had to change, I used my landline. I had to change phones because my kitchen phone, the battery dies after about 45 minutes. And I hear the beep, beep, and like, hold on, I have to go change phones now. Wow. So when the, when, the, when the woman finally came on, I said, I want to talk to the supervisor of supervisors. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Well, you have to get all your information first, blah, blah, blah. Well, it, they, it ended up they sent me that damn voice, you know, that tree that you have to go through, dial oh, one, you know, hit oh. one if you want this. I ended up in financing. She goes, Ouch. well, do you want to pay your bill? Like, no. I said, I have a question about my bill. Well, all I can do is take your payment. Oh. That's, I said, I want to talk to the supervisor of your supervisors. And she seemed really annoyed with me. So it finally transferred me to somewhere else. And then I, you know, explained as briefly as I could. I said, look at my file. It's about the size of two hard drives. They have them just with my name on them. And um, she seemed like so annoyed, this this one too, because I said, I spoke to this person on this date and he swore up and down this would not be a problem again. Well, it looks like they're still investigating. I'm like, what is there to investigate? You guys screwed up. I didn't, and I'm the one. I said, this is bullshit. I mean, I started to get to, I got to the point where I wasn't polite anymore. And I even told them that. I said, I'm done being polite. Yeah. This needs to be resolved, and it needs to be resolved now. I'm sick of this. And um, and no I said- No more PG for you. And I said, and not only do I want my credit, I want courtesy credits for the bullshit you're putting me through. Oh, we can't do that. I'm like, sure you can. Yes, you can. And at the end, she before they transferred me to someone else's supervisor, she goes, well, you know what's going to happen? When they finally do catch up with um, with your account and they credit you the way you're supposed to be credited each month, they're going to take away the credits they gave you in the past, including the courtesy. I said, what? give it your best shot. <laughs> really? I mean, they can't get it right for one month. How do they expect to get it right for catching up? Yeah, because it's it's gonna it's gonna go retro and it's gonna take away all the credits. I'm like, yes, yeah, I said, I'm like, give it your best shot. That will mm-hmm. not be happening. I said, but, Verizon's knocking on my door and I'm about to answer. 
<laughs> well, and you see, they were actually pulling the wool over your eyes because the first 40 minutes was them trying to decide who the hell was going to take the call. They were busy drawing <laughs> straws and yeah, taking yeah. bribes and payoffs so they wouldn't have to deal with this. Well, so. thankfully, they transferred me yeah. to someone else and she was really, you know, she was very nice. And I told her what this other person said. She goes, we're not taking anything away from you. I said, I know that. I said, but she said they would take it away from me. She goes, no, we're not taking anything away from you. And I said, you know something? I said, I got to be honest with you. I said, you personally are very nice, very helpful, very nice. I said, your company doesn't give a crap about me or any of the other customers. She goes, well, I don't know. I said, listen to what I just said. You are very nice. You personally might care about the customer, but the company as a whole, whether they keep me or whether I go somewhere else, they don't care. I said, Meanwhile, feel free like, oh, to pass. Shit, they're recording the call and they're going to hear said, that. They're going to give me next time. Feel free to pass it along. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I remember having that same discussion. I don't remember if it was AT&T or Verizon. I'll, I'll date myself. It was when I had a bag phone, you know, when cell phones were bag phones. I mean, it goes back that far. And mm-hmm. they were going, oh, but we've got to raise your bill. we got to do this. And I said, you know what? You don't. Ha- I don't have to do shit. Cancel the account. I said I'll go someplace else. Oh, okay. Goodbye. I was like, really? Wow, that sucks. Well, yeah. and AT and T has been screwing customers for years because even before the breakup, before they reassembled themselves, like you know something from a bad sci-fi movie, we had. Uh, this was, uh, I think, shortly after my wife and I was married. We bought a phone to put in our house. It was like a two hundred dollar phone because those things were damned expensive. And this was a wall-mounted jack. You know, put a jack in the uh, cable in the jack thing uh, type of phone. It wasn't even didn't even a landline. 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 There you go. That that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and it was one of those. We bought the phone for two hundred dollars. Well, then. I, th- I think this is about the time they started breaking up AT&T, and they said, well, you know, you're going to have to – that $200, you don't actually own the phone. And I said, what did we buy? Well, you bought the shell, but we own the inside of the phone. And so we ended up with a $200 shell uh, because they wanted the inside of the phone back because they owned that. So like I say, yeah, no, this was way back in the early 80s. Um, and it was that kind of a lot of people got burned on stuff like that. And I don't know if it was quite two hundred dollars, but I mean we're young, married, and broke. We didn't have a heck of a lot of money. It could have been twenty dollars, it could have been three thousand dollars for all we cared. But and it was just like really. So I took it apart, took the innards in there and gave them the innards and probably a few other things too. But yeah, and like I say this was AT and T and um yeah, so like I say, they have a long history of you know uh, <clears throat> enlightening their customers or enlightening their pocketbooks. Anyway, there's a reason. There's a reason their logo looks like the Death Star. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, yeah. the supervisor that I spoke with, I said, "Listen," when I was telling her that she was nice and whatnot, I said, "We have just wasted 75 minutes on the phone." I said, "You have wasted all this time talking to me." She goes. I don't consider talking to you a waste of my time. I said, yes, it was. And I'll tell you why. You are taking, you are trying to help me with the problem that should not have happened in the first place. You should be talking to customers that truly have a problem, that maybe they don't, they need help in switching their plan from plan A to plan B, or they signed up for one plan and got billed for a different one. Something that they can't figure out on their, you know, something that, you know, stuff happens. You should not have to deal with, Dealing with a customer 
who should have gotten a credit six months ago that should automatically be generated by the computer, that's a waste of your time. You could be spending your time doing something else. I said, it's been a waste of my time. I have other things to do. Not that you're not nice, but I have other things to do besides sit here and talk to you about the same problem month after month after month. And she said, 40% of our customers, approximately 40% of our customers call every single month with the exact same problem you have. I said, oh, that's terrible. what does that tell you? What, not you, but the company, what does that tell them when they see their customer service representatives are dealing with customers like me who are entitled to a credit and have to call to get it? And she said, a lot of customers don't call. And that's what they count on is that you get your bill, because I know people like that. Oh, my bill is $200, let me write the check, or let me just go online and pay it. They don't look to see, Yeah. did I get charged correctly? Did my bill go up from last month? Did my bill go down from last month? I scrutinize every bill I get just to make sure mm -hmm. mistakes happen. Honest mistakes happen. And I need to be aware of that. Yeah. And they just, they're, they're counting on people who don't look at it. People look at your bills for yeah. everything. And that's the same thing that Comcast does, Xfinity, Comcast, whatever you want to call it. They do the same thing. And, you know, I've heard the horror stories. People say don't sign up for automatic payments from Comcast because mm -mm. mm -mm. they'll screw it up and just take extra money and all this kind of stuff. And um, they'll do the same thing. I had a recent I had a horror story. I have a landline. Call me old fashioned. But we you know, if everything else goes out, the copper always works. That's, you know, 99% of the reason. So I had mentioned, I think, a few weeks ago on the show where I tried to change my landline bill, cut it back to just basic service. And I was told that was done, which the bill should have been about $79, I think. We get the bill uh, last week, I guess it was. It was $159. Mm. And I went, what the hell? And I started looking at it. And they were charging me for the plan that I had, not the new plan I was supposed to have. Then they charged me for all the individual pieces of the new plan. They charged me for having a phone service. They charged me for having this. They charged me. I mean, there was all these details. So I get on the phone with them and I talk to them. And what it all, without going through all the details, what it comes down to is, when they had tried to change it before, the work order didn't go through for some reason. So their billing system said, oh, okay, well, we'll pick out the parts that did go through and bill that to you on top of everything else you're already paying for. And I went, really? So, you know, after about 40 minutes on the phone with a very nice guy by the name of Nick, uh, as Allison would say, my new little friend Nick, and he was very nice, um, everything said and done, not only did we get it straightened out, supposedly wait for the next bill, but I saved an additional $10 a month. So I'm down to just under $70 for my landline phone per month. Now, I don't have a lot of stuff. I don't have, like, long distance. You know, if I make any calls outside of the LATA, um, I have to pay for those, which we don't. And he said, well, you have to give up international calling. I said, I haven't made an international call in 30 years. It's okay. Mm. You know, and I have my Comcast phone that comes with my Comcast account because they throw that in because to take it out, it would cost me more money. Well, that has unlimited long distance, so I'll just call it every son of a bitch in the world that I want with that, you know. Right. And then my cell phone, too. I mean, you know, luscious. 
My luscious. Uh, I can, <laughs> I can make all the you know the calls I want. So I said that's fine. Well, see that's why I don't do like you said automatic deduction, because my feeling is once that bill is paid through them, good luck getting that credit. And I always say to them, I'm not paying the bill until I see the credit on my account. So she owed that they owed me twenty seven dollars. She, she goes, okay, the credit went through, refreshed the page, there it was. I said, okay, as soon as I hang up with you, I will pay the bill now because the bill is correct. I said, what I'm looking at right now is what I should be paying every single month. Yeah, that that's, it's just ridiculous. I mean, the big phone, they don't care. The big phone companies or big communications companies, let's put it that way. Anybody, because really Comcast is a communications company. That's what they need to realize as soon as they realize that, everything will be better. But, you know, whether it's Comcast, Verizon, you know, AT&T in your case that that's uh, uh, screwing around with you, I mean, they all, they just don't care. And I can't believe T-Mobile or Sprint are going to be any better. I mean, I don't know. Do, do you, Who do you have, Melissa? Who's your cell carrier? I'm on AT&T also, and I've been with them for a long, long time. So have I, and I keep mentioning that. I've been there, been with them since they were cellular, singular, wow. whatever singular. came first, yeah, like 1998 a... or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah, so I've been with them a long time. Now, one thing I do want the listeners, you know, for those who aren't aware, regardless whether it's ATT, Sprint, whomever you're with, if you call them for some reason and you say, I'm thinking of switching my plan to this new plan that you're offering, do the math. Uh Because sometimes they'll say to you, well, it's only going to cost you $40 a line or something like that. Mm. There's a new plan. Only the operative word. Well, there's a new plan with AT&T, and I don't remember the numbers because it's been a while since I looked at it. But it's supposed to be more data than I have now and a couple other extra perks, and it's going to be so much cheaper. Well, it ended up costing a lot more than what I'm paying now. Because right now we pay $15 a line. The new plan would be $40 a line. So right Whoa. there, for, yeah. 25 bucks more. Times six. Jeez. Yeah, you really do have to do the math. It's 150 you Pretty much, it sounds sad, but you really have to build yourself a spreadsheet and just really yeah. work the numbers if you really want to mm-hmm. know what you're going to be paying. That's right. Allison uh, Sheridan, our friend, uh, all our friends, Allison Sheridan, she did that, um, I think it was in 2015 when I looked. She actually built a spreadsheet about all that, you know, comparing phones and the cell plans and all this stuff, trying to help people justify. She probably, maybe she'll update it soon, but, I mean, she did build a spreadsheet so you could see what you really were paying. And you know if Allison spent the time to put something in Excel because she has a yeah. passion for Excel, <laughs> yeah. that it's she did put it into a Google Sheet though so that anybody can see it. But I mean, she did build it in Excel, did all the comparisons and everything, you know, to find out where the best deal was and the best way to get it. So, and so I know there's also the coverage you have to look at too because I know a lot of people that are really really happy with T-Mobile, but they they have shit for coverage out here. There's no coverage oh. out here. I mean, you look yeah. on the map and it's just so sparse. So I couldn't even switch there if I wanted to. I, I stick well, with AT&T mainly because, and, and this is probably different now, but I originally switched to at I had AT&T in the beginning. That was my first cell cal- carrier when I just had a dumb phone. And then when I moved out here and got married, I switched to Sprint because that's what my husband had. And then when the iPhone came out, 
I wanted to get that. And I also, because I was using it for work and consulting, I have the need to be able to use data and voice at the same time because so many times I'd be out in the field and someone would call me and they'd ask me a question and I'd have to be able to go online to look it up or, you know, go see what they were seeing or, you know, do something where I needed to use data and voice at the same time. And the other cell carriers were not offering that. And I believe that that has changed now. Yeah, I, I think they I all think do. Verizon now you can. And so I would have switched to Verizon. I did have Verizon for landline services and for internet for a very brief amount of time while I was still a bachelorette uh, in between moving out here. And I hated it because they're, I mean, I had the same kind of issues that you had, Elisa, with their customer service. Luckily, I've been happy with AT&T's customer service, I have to say. But with Verizon, forget about it. And my, my clients, I've actually had to go with them to the store and correct mistakes that Verizon has made. You know, either they sold them the wrong phone, they didn't get the, the hard drive size that they wanted because the, the person selling it just wanted to unload their stock, which I think is super shitty, or they talked them into one of these extra Wi-Fi things that they didn't need. I mean, I just get, or a tablet, oh, but it's free. Well, yeah, until you decide, until you realize that you're get, actually getting an extra bill, you're actually paying an extra fee per month on your bill. And then when you realize that and you want to get it taken off, surprise, it's going to cost you hundreds of dollars to cancel it because of the cancellation fee. That, yeah. I, I think it's, I think they're very predatory when it comes to seniors, and that really just boils my blood. So I, I'm, I really do not like Verizon personally as far as my experiences with customer service has gone. But they're all, I think they're, they're all problematic. I, I don't know too many people that are on Sprint much anymore, so I don't really hear too many people complain about it. But it seems like the big ones, the AT&T and Verizon, it just seems like you're always going to run into, it's always a bag of hurt. <laughs> you're always going to run into something because they're like, they're like car salesmen. They're predatory. They're always wanting to sell you something and they'll, they'll tell you, oh, well, it's only going to cost this much. Oh, it's actually going to be cheaper. But when you do the math, when you do the numbers, that's not always true. Well, I don't know that it's ever true, to be honest. I know. I know Mike might have a different situation, but that's why I have an right. MVNO on my uh, new mm -hmm. phone. Because it's so much cheaper, and they can't sell you all that crap. I mean, nope. you're buying what exactly what mm -hmm. you want. You know, you're not going in and dealing with some slick salesman in a store somewhere. So, so who, I mean, who are you with again? My I'm, MVNO is Track Phone. Oh, okay. And mine Straight Talk, perfect. which is which is oh. it, it's Track Phone, Straight Talk, and I think there's a third one. Uh, they're all I think basically the same company, just different names. But yeah, and that you know. And you know, I've discussed it before. Forty-five bucks a month. You don't mm -hmm. have to talk to a salesman. You don't have to call up. You know, you just pay the money. You uh, get the card. I have mine, so it's automatically refilled and billed to my credit account or uh, credit card. Uh, you know, there's no hassles. You know, none of this stuff. Um, you know, I've, I maybe I should sit down and do. The problem is, you got to buy your phone. That gets expensive. That's yeah. why I bought the Android phone rather well, than the iPhone. You're going to pay now or pay later. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're going to pay one way or another. Um, and I think uh, I don't know if they're still doing it, but when the iPhone first came out through Straight Talk, and uh, with uh, in conjunction with Walmart, if you get a Walmart credit card, you could put it on there, and make payments on the phone for no interest. So you could spread the phone out in payments. That's how we managed to get the iPhone the first time. So there are you know ways around it, but yeah, it's 
you know, and listen to you guys, and I'm not trying to rub it in. I'm not trying to say I'm better, but you know, it's just like you walk in, you pay 45 bucks, you're done. You know, it's five gigs of data, unlimited text talk. You know, there's no, there's no hassle. There's no, you know, anything to go wrong there. What's the coverage like? I mean, do you travel though? See, I mean, I travel well, I cross country every other year. Yeah, so this is Verizon. So, you know, and, yeah. and you get out to like the okay. middle of South Dakota, there's nobody has crap out there. I mean, yeah. Unless the prairie dogs have their own network, you ain't getting crap. So TrackPhone um, is what, like a subsidiary or, or it's it's owned by Verizon? No, TrackPhone is no. an MVNO. Um, what does MVO, MVNO stand for? Um, oh, is it network operator? Um, I can't remember. It's like an independent something. They, they lease right. service uh, from other bigger carriers. And I actually, they actually get it from either AT&T or Verizon. And when I activated my phone, and again, I bought my iPhone outright. I paid for it up front. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're talking an iPhone 7 Plus with 256 gigs of storage. Go look it up. Mm-hmm. You can see how much I paid for my phone. Well, yeah, it's a pocket computer. I mean, you yeah. know, it's, but it is what it is. My cost per month is running right now about 17 to $20 a month. And for I'm how much use, data? Um, well, that depends. I can use this if I need more data. I can walk into a store and buy a couple gigs of data for ten dollars. So if you know you're like going to go on a trip or something like that, yeah, because does it I, roll over at all, or is it yeah, use it or as, lose it? As long as I keep the phone number active, um, mm. I get to keep all the data, minute, text, and talks. Now I'll show you guys this. Hard for any, I can't really do anything else. But there's the status screen, and you can see right there at the bottom, mm-hmm. can or not, the number of minutes and. I don't know if I can get sure. that so you can see it. Is it unlimited minutes? Do you have a cap on anything except for data? I well, it's it's as much as I want to pay for. That's what it amounts to. Um, but are there any drawbacks to getting it doing it your way versus the way Melissa and I do our phones? Yeah, and plus we have multiple people on account. You're just are you just by yourself, or do you have other people sharing that? Like, what do you do for your family? Uh, the other two phones on it are all the other two phones in the family are track phones as well, but they're. You know, they pay as they need to. Uh, my wife gets by on about $8 a month for her cell phone. And she she uses it pretty much as a phone and an occasional texting. She uses no data at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I'm a data hawk. <laughs> my, my daughter blows through it. To watch videos and-, and my daughter blows through it. We buy mm-hmm. so much a month that if she goes over that, then she has to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I think that's where a spreadsheet really has to come in handy because I think it's it's all in how you slice it or dice it. I think it's, I keep saying this, but it's very holistic. It's it sounds hippie, but it's all based on your needs. You have to look mm-hmm. at what your needs are, and unfortunately, I think the only way you're going to figure out what those needs are yeah. is by getting a cellular service and then watch like Elisa does, watching your bill like a hawk each month and knowing what your usage is. You know, yeah. we have three people right now but that's going to change when lucian's old enough to get a phone and then you know gosh what's going to happen then and my dad is like worse than a teenager right now and he knows it you know and, <laughs> and we talk about it and it's like but he's my dad what are you gonna do tell him like now dad dad, dad <laughs> you know dad, but i dad. did when we so, when we were on our las vegas trip i told him i was like uh we're about to go over and that's okay if you want to pay the extra and so you know he just switched off the cellular but you do. You got to watch this stuff, and I really think you kind of have to know what your usage is. You have to track it for a little while, and then I think you have to think about things like going on a trip. You might use it more because you're out and about. 
you know, all those it, things you have to look at. Well, yeah, and like I said, if, I, if I'm going to do that, it's, um, what is it, $10 uh, a gigabyte of data so I can walk in a lot of places. Best Buy happens to be one of the most convenient places and say, two gigs of data, please. You can't do that online? You can't? You, you can, too. You can do it you right do through, through the phone. The okay. You can do it right through their app on the phone. You can do it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot it of ways. Now, does your you, did you say your data rolls over, or do you yep. just uh, it all rolls? Our, our data rolls over too. All data it, it accumulates them. Huh? Does it accumulate any unused data you have rolls over then? Yep. Because see, with mine, it's just like five gigs, and then when you get to the end, then you just uh, you get to the next month and you get another five gigs. So you don't you don't loser. keep. Yeah, basically. And who is yours with again? So so. Straight Evans talk. is straight talk. So you're no, just straight no. talk also, but it's I'm track like a different phone. Plan. Oh, track tra- phone. Sorry. He's track phone. I'm straight oh. talk. But I think, you know, and I was trying to find it here, but I think track phone, straight talk, and I forget there's one other. Uh, oh, Guys, net, we got to make a Google Doc. We got to make a shared Google oh. Doc between the four of us and input the data and compare it. That would be see, like geeky, a, nerdy fun. Yeah, but there's a lot of other MVNOs. There's Cricket. There's uh, yeah. uh, US Cellular. There's... Uh, who AARP has one? I can't remember who they. Consumer, read. I think it's called Consumer, consumer cellular, cellular or something. something. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. tons of these MVNOs out there, and different yep. MVNOs run on different carriers' networks. Yep. Now, my that's the thing, though. You have to look at what right. your, what carries available and what the network looks like, because what might be good for you where you are is not going to be good somewhere else. Now, my I now again around here where I am. I can choose to be CDMA Verizon, or mm-hmm. I can choose to be GSM AT&T. It could go on either mm-hmm. network. I chose CDMA because my work phone is on AT&T. So I said, mm-hmm. let me have each side of it. That way mm-hmm, I got, mm-hmm. you know, if one has a problem, I can flip to the other one. So yep. I would do the same thing if I were in your shoes. Yeah, and that's, and that's what I do. But there are tons of MVNOs. Um, there's local MVNOs. There's uh, the bigger ones like TrackPhone and what Mike has. Uh, there's there are a ton of them out there. You'd have to research them. And some of them are regional. There are regional MVNOs. Uh, but again, I'm riding the Verizon network. So if you can get a Verizon signal, I've got signal. That's what it amounts to. Hmm. So so what can you can you talk about any kind of disadvantages? Is there anything you don't like about it? Um. Nothing really from uh, the the LTE sometimes is a little flaky, but where it's flaky, I think everybody's LTE is flaky. I can't talk about where that happens at, but there is a place, even my AT&T LTE gets a little flaky in this point. So it's, mm-hmm. there's a bad spot here in town is what I'll There's just no towers. I, I don't know whether it's that. It's a low spot. There's There's two places that I go to a lot that it will just almost completely die out. And I know people that are actually Verizon customers have a little bit better service in those bad places, but not dramatically better. So, again, this works. I've had, um, we've been using track phone for eight years, six years. I can't remember how long. Again, drawback being the phones and stuff, because you used to have to get their phones. You had to buy straight from them. So if you go to trackphone.com and say shop for phones, you had to do that. About two years ago, they introduced their bring your own phone plan, which then all you, which then you just buy a SIM card. 
So it works out really good that way. And that's basically what I did. And once I did that, then I switched over, you know, both my phones or iPhones, because that was the reason I had a uh, part of the reason I had an Android phone is because I wanted a smartphone. And the only smartphones they had at that time were Android phones. So mm. they actually sell iPhones Your now. Is unlocked. What? Your iPhone is unlocked, isn't it? Mine is, yes. You can yes. put anything you want in it because you paid for it up front. It's unlocked. Yep. yep. You can yep. bring it to this plan. Yep. And then if you wanted to go travel abroad, then you can put whatever SIM card in there you want. Yep. Yep. Probably the biggest drawback is you have to buy your phone. Yeah. Um, that would right. be it. I mean, and there might be, and I say, well, you can get like a uh, um, iPhone through Straight Talk, but then um, they only have the 16, uh, or well, they're doing 16 gigs. No. We're limited. 16 gig, yeah, or whatever the smallest one. They didn't have, didn't give you an option, which did bug me because I would have gladly paid extra money to get a 32 or 64 or whatever when we got the iPhone 5 that time. So I would have paid more for a bigger phone, but that was your only option. Um, but yeah, so that's like good. The limitations are less than they used to be. They are. I mean, they really are. And you can bring those phones if you decide to, to go to Verizon or AT&T, you can bring those phones and sign up. Yeah. Mm. Right. Or an AT&T account or Verizon or Sprint yeah. or whomever. Now, is there any way my, to not get locked into a contract for two years, though, if you do that? I don't know. That would depend on AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, or Sprint. But Mike and I right. both bought our phones unlocked. Yep. And it's a month by month. So if you want to quit and go to somebody else, you just buy another card, let the month run out, or buy you know, a different thing, different SIM, whatever, let the month run out, port your number over, and you can switch to another one. There's no no contract yeah. that you have to do. I'm on with. a month to month now. I mean, I've been for years right. now, and I wonder right. if I could switch if I wanted to. But then do you still have – you both can still use voice and data at the same time? You can be on the phone talking to someone and look stuff up online? Seems I to be. So. I don't. I don't do it or that open much. Open an app. Or, okay. right. Yeah. yeah I, it doesn't need that. I have. I mean, yeah. how much do you guys use a lot of data? I'm using. A, I'm using about one point one one point two gigs a month. Mm, okay, so that's not very much. Yeah, and use, mine's about ready to. Mine's about ready to uh, flip over because I think it's the uh, next couple days. And last time I checked, I was up to about three gigs. It depends upon what I do. Facebook <laughs> kind of sucks a lot of uh, It is. It is a gig, real huge hog, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then every once in a while, maybe I'll look at a you know YouTube video or uh, sometimes I'll stay. You know, if I, I get to the end of the month, I go, yeah, I got some left. I you know may do uh, um Pandora, stream some Pandora, maybe stream some other music, and if I'm feeling a little generous that month or whatever. But uh, you know, I and I've I've tried to train myself to be a little uh, not use a lot of data because when I first started out, it was like two gigs, I think, and then they uh, same price, but we've bumped it up to five gigs, so they didn't really raise my price any. So it's like. You know, and there's been a time or two, and I think it's when I got my new Android phone. I suffered from new phone syndrome, where I was bumping mm-hmm. up to the five gig. Yeah, but uh, it, yeah, but since then, uh, you know, I I do pretty good on that. Like I, said, I part of it is just mentally throttling myself not to get too carried away. So uh, I, but I've never had any real problems with that. And like I say unlimited text talk. Um, you know, I guess the thing in person, like I say, it probably requires a spreadsheet because if you're doing a for like my wife and I, that's fine. But if you're doing like several phones, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You might be better off with a family plan where you guys share minutes mm-hmm. and share data. 
Um, but there, there are really also only the data that we're sharing because everything else is unlimited. There are MVNOs that do family plans too. I mean, mm, I'd be interested in looking into that. Yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there is a multitude of offerings out there right now. Um, and, and I looked around, and, and actually, I, I tweeted about this a couple of times, just because I'm, let's say, Android curious. Um, I've been, yeah, Mike, get that look off your face. Um, I'm, uh, I'll share there's, with there's you, support Mike. Support groups for that. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure. I'm gonna. I think, there's some, I think there's some cream too. <laughs> I've considered getting one of the less expensive Android phones that has nougat in it. Or on in a, on whatever the hell, uh, on mic. The uh, so then get, lathered all over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's then, new new good good new new good new good new good. But getting that and just going and getting like uh, AT and T sim and playing with it for a month or two as a because AT and T has pay as you go plans too. Um, mm-hmm. They all have them, and you know two months just play around with that with a more. Uh, more modern Android phone because my Android phone that I had was running four four five no it was running five that's what it was running so I'd like to I'd like to see some more nougat and, and understand it better I'm 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 curious about it I I can't help but be curious about it so I mean I wouldn't be a geek well, that- if I wasn't. Right. And I would say for, you know, Melissa, even for your, your, the people that you help, you may want to invest in, investigate one of these, you know, whether it's because, yeah, Kevin's got, uh, um, track phone, I've got straight talk and there's a bunch of them out there, but you know, if, if they, their needs aren't great, Right, right. This this is simpler. I mean, it's forty five dollars. You don't have to call up customer service. Right, that's you don't why have I to... find it so attractive. Right. I, I do want to yeah. look into it because I can think of a few people right now that are probably paying way overkill right. for what they really need. And exactly. you don't have to go through the the phone hell that Elisa's going through with AT and T, where right. she's about ready to go nuclear and go all Rambo and storm the headquarters and get her damn <laughs> money back. But you know. I would, yeah, I would. That's a movie in the making right there. I think you know, Rambo, whatever number he's up to, at least I guess her. That's why I'm working out, you know. There you go. I'm I'm picturing Elisa leaping out of the side of a helicopter with an M16 and a knife clenched between her teeth. I'll get you, bastards! Black paint on my face or something. <laughs> and let camouflage paint. goo is playing in the background. <laughs> is the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Instead, instead of like in uh, Apocalypse Now where they played the, uh, what was that song they played as they were flying into battle? I can't remember. Battle of the Valkyrie. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Valkyrie, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, but for Melissa, for Elisa, it's let your love go. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> And now suddenly, as you said that, I had pictures of Ghostbusters and, you know, don't cross the streams and all that kind of stuff. So we're making a, a mashup here. So awesome. We're ma- we're mashing everything together. Well, to say something positive about AT&T, if you are an AT&T customer, check your plan, check your go online and check your status, because for certain customers, and I ended up being one of them, they have something called, I think it's called thanks, thanks. AT&T uh-huh. thanks, something yeah, like that. You told me about this. And I ended up getting a free subscription to, it's called Red, uh, Readly, R-E-A-D-L-Y. I have an app for my mm. computer, my phone, my iPad, also for my Fire tablet. 
And what it's basically a magazine. It's similar to was it texture that you have, Mike? Is that what it's yeah, called? Texture? Yep, yep. So it's the same idea. You can download up to four different magazines a month. And from what I'm under from what it looks like, you choose your four magazines and you also have access to the entire back catalog of those four magazines. So say you pick, you know, you pick your four magazines, you can't pick a fifth one, but you can go back. So if you picked um Macworld, you can pick this month and last month and the month before and the month before, and that's all considered one magazine because mm-hmm. you're just looking at the back catalog of that one magazine. That's that's what it looks like so far for me. So I picked out four, looked them over, and then it's got dates on them. So it lets you know until, you know, you ha- this is your magazine until May 10th. And then on May 10th, that magazine will drop off and I can pick a new one. It's like a leased subscription. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and it's for free. It's one of the quote-unquote benefits of AT&T. Now, the drawback is, and this is not their fault, is when I tried reading it on my Amazon Fire tablet, I can't see it the words because the tablet is too small. <laughs> mm. Okay, different problem. Yeah, mm. which is not AT&T's fault. But I mean, that is definitely not a reason to subscribe to AT&T. But if you're but already, nice if you're already uh, a customer of AT&T, check it out. It's right on their website. And if you sign into your account, it should tell you, hey, you've got this perk. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, what the heck? You know, it had Rolling Stone magazine, it had Wired, it had, um, I got all technology magazines, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Big surprise. It, 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 yeah. And, you know, I think it had like, you know, decorating or, you know, um, economics or politics or, you know. Newsweek, those kind of magazines. So, how to paint your M16 in lovely de- designer colors before you gun down the billing department? Right. And when to start singing "Let Your Love Go"? <laughs> yeah, before you jump out of the plane or after? So, <laughs> oh, good lord, folks! <laughs> well, this week's show has turned into cell phones and more cell phones. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really. This was supposed to be like a quick gloss over, and <laughs> no, no, it's. It's all good. We we. Hey, I'm we, learning stuff. I I dig it. Yeah, it's it's all good. And plus, then it saves topics for next week that we didn't get to this week, which makes it mm-hmm. even better. So, mm-hmm. so well, my topic was kind of boobard anyway because I don't have any results yet. So, uh, so you haven't yet any results from your new toys and uh, no. Well, I tried to look up the borrowed toy, hooked up the borrowed toy, and I haven't quite figured that out yet so but the well, the original toy is still out in ohio and i'm still waiting to hear back from them well speaking of toys maybe we ought to lighten things up a little bit because i put down my mystery topic there just to keep people confused so uh you know like i say maybe we ought to lighten things up a little <gasps> bit Oh, yeah! The evil people have gotten to me. The reason Kevin's going into hysterics is what? 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 I missed that. Oh, he made you me didn't... switch it. Look, no, show it again. Okay. Oh. Yeah, you evil people put that bundle on there, and I went out and bought the uh, Nintendo Switch. Talk about toys. I know, and it's like you know, it's like oh crap. That's why I called you people evil bastards or whatever it was I called you. And well, we take that as a compliment. I was going to say we wear that with pride or an encouragement. I don't know whichever, but badge. uh, The badge of honor. I've had it about a week and a half. If we would have podcasted last week, I would have tormented you. I actually got it you know, two weeks ago tomorrow. I got it like the day after we did our last podcast. I was oh, hoping it would get here in time. Yeah, so it came with 
So I we got that tell bundle. Tell them what it is, or are we going to just drag this out a little bit? No, it's the Nintendo Switch. He said, okay. he said that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I got the the bundle that was advertised at GameStop. I think it was the Lisa. Mm-hmm. Didn't you uh, uh, throw that in front of me like meat in front of a pit bull? Um, <laughs> me? You? Yeah. Innocent, you, yeah, yeah good with the innocent looks. look, Melissa or Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Me? Yeah, yeah. Work, work on that a little bit. So I got, I got this. I got Zelda: Call of the Wild plus the season pass for that. All right. Plus has been heroes and Lego Undercover. So I, I played. You know, Zelda was the reason why I bought it. I played around with, um, um, Lego Underground a little bit. And actually, my when my son came a week ago last Saturday for Easter, he sat there and played a fair way through it. So I watched him more, and I've kind of uh, uh, worked at it a little bit there. Uh, and then uh, I kind of just gotten a little bit into has been heroes and i'm not quite sure how i feel about that one uh so yeah i've been experimenting with it. and then again because i have this weakness um amazon sent me an email and said that uh you know if you since you're a prime member you can pre-order these and you can save 20 percent. so i got mario kart 8 which is supposed to be released uh the 28th of this month yeah. I thought Mario Kart 8 was out already. This is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and it's only for the Nintendo Switch. Seriously? Wow. Yep. Boy, they really use they really use Mario Kart. They've done that for the past three or four releases that they've used Mario Kart as the introductory one. And I guess this year they were heavy more heavier on the Zelda, so, weren't they? Well now for the Wii U they didn't have Mario Kart 8 out. It came out after the Wii U did, I don't remember when. Well, when we got ours, we we got it with the package. But yeah, I think you're right. We, we well, no, it was it was a special kit that it came with it. I think. Well, yeah, and I dropped a link into uh, the chat there for you guys to look at. This guy from uh, um, Forbes magazine uh, did this article about: uh, Am I blind, or does Mario Kart Eight look identical on the Nintendo Switch and the Wii U? And he does have the video there, and it's, he's got side by side screenshots from both. And he says he really can't see, except for maybe the graphics being slightly sharper on the Switch. Um, you can't really see the difference there. So I don't know. Um, what is it you have on the Wii U? Is it Mario Kart 8? or? Yep, we have Mario yeah. Kart 8 on the Wii U. You don't have the deluxe. And so, no. And I have read the whole article, but basically he's saying uh, he doesn't see what the deluxe part is but otherwise it looks you know identical um, the deluxe is just better graphics mm. there's mm-hmm. some there's a few additional tracks yeah. i thought and some additional vehicles and stuff that you can unlock uh oh, and tracks good. and things like that mm-hmm. uh let's see with new character yeah new characters and features like uh true battle mode um mm. So that they they jazzed up a little bit, so it's just not exactly the same thing. So there's a few things, but like I said, he didn't really see the difference, um, and it's it's subtle. I mean, very subtle. Um, that uh, you, you know, you're looking at the side by side, and maybe it's just the way he shot it too. Because, uh, well, no, I suppose you could have gotten them both uh, video capture off the TV. So maybe, uh, like I say, maybe it's just slightly sharper, but there's times you really can't tell the difference, uh, there even. So, um, and like I said, I don't know how many games I'm going to get. I know there's, uh, they have said that they're, uh, they're going to release Skyrim for it. 
uh, at some point. So I've tried playing that on the computer. I might get that. Um, yeah, they are supposed to be dumping Skyrim Elder Scroll. I think, is the one they're going to dump to it. Yeah, well, it's the Elder Scrolls uh, Five or whatever, Skyrim, whatever it's called. Because uh, I think there's an online game, you know, the Elder Scrolls, but this is Skyrim, which is sort of... I'm not into the whole that universe there, but I think it's kind of a takeoff on the uh, online game uh, of Elder Scrolls. So it's it's Skyrim, and that's kind of an interest. And maybe on the uh, Switch, I'll get into it a little bit more. The one problem I had with it is the uh, with the Skyrim was the hand to hand combat, and you have that in Zelda, and I I do okay with it. Um, it's not quite a button masher like Street Fighter was, where you have to if you oh, press boy. these buttons. And, yeah, if you have to press these buttons in combinations and do all these different moves, and it's like, um, I'm not so good at that. And, and this one, you know, I should maybe learn to use my shield a little bit more in Zelda because so I'm not getting my ass kicked so badly. But, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, the buttons are, uh, you know, it's the layout is pretty decent uh, to switch between, you know, you have an inventory. So um, on the left side here, you have your four-button uh combination over here i guess the direction arrows but you know so you hold down one and then use your uh, right controller to scroll through and pick which shield you want and then if you pick the uh is it like a ds yeah kind of okay. thing um yeah so then you know so you can you know have different weapons. So uh, you hold another button down, and you scroll through, and you can pick a spear or a sword or an axe, and you can pick up different ones there. And so what it's kind of like games yeah. like do you get cartridges or you download well, them or well, that's the funny thing. Media? The cartridges they're like a little bit bigger than the DS cartridges that you would have bought. But mm-hmm. because Nintendo was really concerned that kids would try to eat the cartridges. Oh my god. They actually made them taste bad. And some podcaster that we know who serious? lives down in Australia tested the theory and he said they oh do my god. taste bad. So I uh, I don't know for Kevin. Wow, it's and, like an uh, SD card. Yeah, it, it does. does. Yeah. Uh, Slightly bigger. Then turn it to the side. It's oh, it's almost exactly the same size as an SD card. Right. And here's the the back. So but I mean, you know. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's about wow. the size. I don't have an SD card handy. Looks like Hold it up. might be a little thicker. Yeah, a little, little bit thicker. Little bit. But yeah. I think they're a little narrower and just a smidge longer and thicker mm. than an SD card. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then it does have a micro SD card slot. And so I ordered a, uh, of course, I ordered a micro SD card to put in there so I have extra storage because, you know, I'm a geek. You can never have enough storage. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you and just take one from Kevin? I was just going to say. <laughs> Do you mess around with micro SD cards or are you afraid they're going to get lost somewhere? No, I have. Uh, yeah, I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course, you know, the thing, the way that they're going to make money, although I didn't, Nintendo didn't make money off of this, I bought a carrying case for it uh, with. Uh, so it'll go in there, and you got a little uh, um, place so you, so you slide your cards in there, your SD card, your micro SD cards, or the game cartridges, and a little pouch here for your power cables and that stuff. And that yeah, one wasn't bad. All over with games, you can't port anything from the Wii nope. U or any other nope. or the DS or anything. There's no adapter, nothing. Nope. You got to start all over again. Oh, that pisses me off. <laughs> Well, how do you think they make money? Well, I know, but it, it was at least cynical. nice between when, when we upgraded to the Wii U, which was gifted to us, we still could play our old games from the Wii. We didn't lose out on any of that. 
Yeah, that's true. You can play Wii games on the Wii U. The only, I think some of the, if you have any DLC content, downloadable content Mm -hmm. from the Wii U, you probably still have access to it on the Switch. On the Switch? Yeah. Hmm. But again, does Does Pinkman Pinkman play on the Switch? I don't know that game. Or Pikmin. Pikmin. I don't know that one either. Mm. It's a little kid game. Uh, Okay. And Uh, what I'm hoping. It depends on who they make deals with. What I would really love, although, I mean, I've got, I have this Borderland addiction, and I can play it on my NVIDIA Past Shield. Past tense? Huh? You got help for that? Past tense? You said had. You well, I have it. Oh, well, okay. okay. Well, I'm just <laughs> tense. I don't pay any attention to which tense I'm in. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, but I really hope that they, you know, port that over because if I think the um, Switch uses more or less the same guts as the shield. I think it's a uh, NVIDIA, is it Tegra mm. processor? Um, so, you know, just because it's the same innards doesn't mean it would port over easily. It, you know, probably a different operating system because the shield uses Android, and I'm sure Nintendo uses its own proprietary um, OS on there. But I would love it if they would uh, port those games over so I could have it because it's, you know, it's, a, it's smaller than my shield. Uh, and this is the kind, and I'm getting used to the controls on here. It's a little, little weird, uh, a little hard for me to reach these sometimes uh, when I'm playing it. But you know, I'm getting used to the controls on there. So it would be my hope that maybe since since I got Skyrim, it'd be great if they brought, like I say, the uh, Borderland games over and some of those other you know shooters that I play. Um, and I haven't. Uh, they do have that one-two switch. I don't haven't decided yet um, if I want to get that one yet. Although that that uh, one-two switch game, it does have a uh, uh, milking contest in there. Like you're milking a cow, you have to sit there and and do it correctly. Um, yeah, you got to do it correctly. You got to do it correctly, Kevin. Uh, I have, but there's other things. I think uh, is there. What is the games in there? Like tennis, quick. I don't know if it's a, is it tabletop tennis. I can't remember. Yeah, I think so. Something along that line. <laughs> Quick draw. There's a bunch of um, games in there that you can play. Uh, that, I forget. I mean, it's, it's all variations on. You don't even need. I don't even think you need the tablet itself. Uh, you take the little controllers off and you, uh, you know throw them around or whatever. Try not to throw them at your TV and bust your screen. But uh, oh my I just dropped into the uh, chat. The real reason that Mike bought the Switch. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, no. This is bad, and I need to go buy this for my dad. <laughs> <laughs> for which reason? <laughs> for the very same reason why you shared it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it, it is from Japan. They have a rather interesting culture. Um, yeah, I'll say. But, part, but, parts of their culture. But, you know, yeah, the Nintendo uh, Switch. The squishy parts. This the most successful console launch since 1995, I think they said. Really? I think something like that, yeah. How many uh, millions of units have been sold? I mean, uh, it's just two, astronomical. I think 2.5, is that what I... I, I was reading something somewhere. It's, uh, it's huge. It's, it's unbelievable the amount of units that have been sold, so... It just seems like it was just yesterday when we got Wii U. I just... Ugh, it just burns me. 
I was sitting here trying to think because I bought Wii U the Wii U the uh, Christmas after it launched, and I mean we have played and played and played and played the Wii U. We have more than gotten the money out of that. I mean, that's good. Yeah. Well, the same thing with our Wii. And they've got Minecraft on it. Once we got that 3D controller, that made all the difference. And they were able to play things that they hadn't been able to play before. Yeah. But now, see, now now they're into Roblox. So the uh, the Wii U has been sitting unloved for a little while now. (laughs) (laughs) And the Apple TV, when we got the Apple TV fourth gen, there's games on there. They love playing the little minions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be the other one that I get is maybe Minecraft for the uh, the Switch because I think that's coming oh. sometime. Um, it's coming soon. I don't remember how yeah. soon. Yeah, they're kind of staggering their releases, a release schedule. Because uh, I was watching a video in the course, I uh, shut that down so I can't find it. But they were talking about the way it was released because I remember when they announced it, and a lot of people are going, "They're going to release it in March." You'd think they'd be releasing it like, oh, what? August for uh, you know Christmas sales or August September somewhere in there, and but they were talking about how you know they uh, Nintendo kind of ramped up the anticipation of it and how they released bits and pieces of what was going to happen to the point where their fans are even getting pissed off at them because mm-hmm. they wasn't really you know telling much and so then they started you know strategic leaks and this kind of stuff so they really kind of amped up the uh, uh, sales for it and even out here in what you not wouldn't call high-tech country I've gone into Walmart and Target here and because I was gonna buy it you know like the day it was released or short or probably wasn't the day it was released but that weekend following its release and they, there was nothing there they haven't had you I think, walked in and it was like crickets <laughs> basically and I think or the, good, uh, the bad and the ugly theme song was playing. <laughs> basically, and I think we walked into Walmart last Saturday, so that would be uh, this is April, about a, almost a month after its release. They finally had one in stock. Um, is that where so, you got it from? You didn't order it no, online? No, I got it from GameStop. But I mean, oh, okay. I just been looking in there to see mm-hmm. how soon. So it's been, yeah. you know several weeks since they've had one and i don't know if they get if they just haven't gotten any in or if they come in and they sell that quickly no Uh, they're they are just now starting to show back up in the stores but there are limited quantities usually if you go in a store you'll see two or three maybe that's it and they don't last very long once somebody hears that you know store a on street on elm street has it it's like (laughs) you know and they're gone um people are contacting their dealers yeah, exactly. So, well, I'm I'm happy for you, Mike, and I'd be curious to see yes. your impressions as mm-hmm. time yeah, goes I on. I more about Zelda because my kids are really excited about that. Well, yeah. it's your, uh, you know, it's an immersive game because I was listening to Tim talk about it on uh, TechFan, I think it was, and that's kind of what it was a little bit more of what edged me on a little bit because I do like an open world game, and this is a true open world game. It's because it, even like. Again, if I compare it to Borderlands, that's kind of open world, but there is a certain amount of rails to it that you do have to do certain things um, before you can move on or go to the next thing. This one here, um, I do wish they give you clues to things. I, you know, and maybe I'm a little too used to games that give you hand-holding, but uh, it took me a while to figure out like how to cook things or where to cook things because you gather up food and you put them in this kettle and you cook them. Well, you had to light the kettle. You had to get a few things figured out. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't necessarily want hand-holding, but it would be nice Sounds if Minecraft-y. I'm not... 
Sort of. You know, you gather things up, you throw them in a pot. And so, you know, and there's this one part here where I won't get too far into the game or give too much away, but you got to do this one quest where in the mountains where it's freezing to death. Well, if you don't do something, you freeze to death. And it took me a while to figure out, well, hey, there's these peppers here. And then, you know, and, but you can't eat the peppers because it, it doesn't really do you a lot of good. And they do say if cooked, it'll give you, I mean, it's not like it's devoid of clues, but you pick up this pepper and the little description says, you know, this is a spicy food that if cooked will uh, provide you with warmth or something like that. Um, but, you eat know, then, then you'll get dysentery and then you're back on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> I haven't gotten that yet. Let's not give my ideas. But, uh, you know, it took me a while. Dry just up all to, your goo. Well, <laughs> There you go. Uh, and it's not like there's anybody, hey, there's a cooking pot over there. It's just that I happened to stumble across one. Well, that looks like a kettle. And there's a fire burning over here, but there's no fire under the pot. But I've got this torch. Um, oh, or I think I actually ended up using a club because I accidentally hit the fire with the club. And it went, oh, my club is burning. Wait a minute. So I uh -huh. stood over there <laughs> and hit the kettle and then, you know, lit the fire. Uh, so it took, a you know. It's not like I want hand. I, I like do like the thrill of counting, figuring things out. But I was getting a little frustrated at one point. And that's what the thing you want to avoid the frustration level, but you do want people to, you know, have the thrill of figuring things out too. And it was getting a little frustrating, but I eventually figured it out. You know, and I'm moving on. I've been bouncing back and forth, doing different things. I haven't played it for a few days, so I need to get back into it and see how it goes. But you know, I haven't. It seems like some homework. of these. Yeah, yeah, and I wanted to, maybe I'll have to go online and look, because uh, I was kind of lamenting the fact that when I used to play, well, uh, the earlier versions of Civilization, I'm still playing Civilization, they would have these um, guidebooks or, you know, uh, tutorials on how to play the game or strategy books or whatever you want to call them. What about the cheats? Can't you download cheats? Well, you probably can, and, you know, it's probably, the internet is kind of, uh, you know, did away with that because when on borderlands i'll google a lot of things and give me a lot of clues but you know because i used to buy and i think i've got some down here in my library on you know strategy guides for civilization whatever and tells you about all these different things and um they exist for the I'll, same thing yeah yeah and i get just gotta go out and look but we were down in sioux city and we went to barnes noble and they had a few strategy guides there but nothing for what i wanted and i should have when we were at walmart they had a well when we were at Walmart, they had a softbound version of um, for a strategy guide for Fallout 4 for 25 bucks. I should have grabbed it. I thought, well, no, we'll wait till Barnes & Noble when we get there. Well, they did have that one hardbound for about 50 bucks. I'm going, no, I don't need that much of a strategy guide. <laughs> Meanwhile, but, there's this 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 huge like online retailer that you could go to and get it in really? two days. <laughs> you, think, you think people actually do business with that I place? Know, it's a, I know. I, I just yeah. don't understand it. I don't know. It's I don't <laughs> think it's going to catch on. I think it's just a fan. <laughs> yeah, really. So said my po uh, pocketbook, but anyway. Right. Well, well, we'll look forward to hearing more back from you, Mike, on, on your experiences and your guides and how you're switching. <laughs> how he's transitioning. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to kill Kevin this weekend. So. <laughs> and, and so before we try to kill me again, we will move on to our picks for this week. And since Elise and I somewhat duplicated, I'm going to let her go first. Okay. Like you, I've been holding on to this for a while. This is, in case no one picked it up in the past, I'm a Red Sox fan. And I think whatever... When did that happen? 
Uh, when I was about 12 years old. Okay. You were dropped on your head or something? or I fell in love with Carlton Fisk, who was the catcher at the time, and I just became a fan. Anyway, um, no matter what team you like, I think all the teams have these, and it's called Red Sox Destinations, where there's special packages that you can purchase whether your team is home or away. And like I said, I think you can do this no matter what your, your team is. Um, but it's only for certain games. So, for example, for the Red Sox destination, they have one coming up this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday when the Yankees are playing at Fenway. And naturally, the price changes based on who the up the opposing team is. So the more popular the team, the more it costs. Like, for example, um, if you just get the package itself without a hotel, it is... $699 for the Yankees, but it's 749 against the Cubs. So because we are in the, what, the $1,000 to $1,500 price range, if I did the Boston Marriott Copley Place, it would be $1,039 a person to have this package, which is the package plus the hotel. Now, you're saying, what do I get with this package? You get... Let me open up that page. That sounds really familiar. I think my husband and my the husband package. went there. Okay, you get two tickets per Not guest. The package she wanted. No, you get a you get one ticket per guest for two Red Sox games in a good section of the park. You get the first class hotel accommodations should you choose the hotel. You get a VIP tour of Fenway Park, including inside the Green Monster. Uh, you get a pregame VIP meet and greet reception with a current Red Star player, Red Sox player, uh, including with unlimited food and beverage. That includes an autograph session, a question and answer session with the player, and a posed mm. photo session. Uh, you get a Red Sox premium leather gift bag for each guest, including a 2017 Red Sox T-shirt, hat, official baseball ball cube, magazine, uh, concierge service. You can download for free the trip photographs that a professional photographer has taken. Uh, you get to do, uh, let's see, for an upgrade, you can just do, go to on-field batting practice. So lots get, of stuff included in the package. You get to throw a ball at them? I would never do that. <laughs> the opposing team, I meant. Well, the, well. That happened today. We won't even go there in <laughs> today's game against the Baltimore Orioles. Um, but, yeah, so you can do that either at Fenway or maybe you live uh, in another community. You know, maybe you live in Chicago and they're doing a, a destination in Chicago. So you can do a Red Sox destination at an opposing park. There's only certain ones. And like I said, I think if you're a you know Baltimore Orioles fan, you can do it. If you're a Chicago Cubs fan, you can do it in Chicago. So it's not just for Boston. But this, I would love to do something like this. Is there a, a, a package for the Washington Senators, my team? Um, the Senators. I don't, I don't the think Senators. To, I'm I, looking it up for the Senators. I don't see anything. Okay. Maybe next think, year. Maybe I don't next. think that package is deliverable. <laughs> yeah. Return the sender. Address unknown. Yeah, there you go. Well, folks, I had something similar. It's, I think I may have mentioned I've kind of given up on the NFL, and I'm not going to go into why. And I've gotten more back into NASCAR. Um, yes, I'm a redneck. God red help neck. us all. 
Yeah, I'm a redneck, so, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but there's been something I've heard about for years. They have something called the NASCAR Experience. And there's all kinds of different uh, packages you can buy. You actually get to get behind the wheel of a NASCAR, a race car, one that would be on the track. And this just, you know, 180, 200 miles an hour is zooming around the track. What could be better than that? Well, so for my pick, and as uh, Elisa said, I've been saving this since back in February when the start of the season was. Um, I picked the checkered flag package, which gives you uh, the checkered flag experience. You can drive a real NASCAR race car by yourself. You're by yourself. I get to die by myself for three <laughs> eight-minute sessions. Huh? What's the fun of that? I want to kill you. Uh, oh. Well, no, you're, you've already tried. But <laughs> it's right. three eight-minute sessions with pit stops in between. So you get a total of 24 minutes on the track. You know, I'm just thinking, you know, I'm going around the track at 180 miles an hour. What could Why be you, better? Uh, save this for like a, a little bit longer, Kevin. Why? Because <laughs> I like I put the chat. I, I actually have a friend whose dad literally died doing this. He died with a smile on his face and well, it was yeah. something that he wanted to do. But <laughs> he, he did. He had a heart attack on the track. Uh, what better way to go? <laughs> Full throttle. Yeah, get your get your affairs in order, and, and then buy your tickets. <laughs> yeah, take out your will. Leave leave your stuff to me. Well, mm-hmm. this this package, the retail price is thirteen hundred and thirty four dollars and ninety nine cents. Technically, right now it's on sale, but I didn't want to use the sale price because if I used the sale price, I could get the next package up. Um, and the packages start; they actually go down even lower. You can do ride alongs in the cars and stuff like that. I want to drive the thing. So, mm-hmm. I mean. But do they give you any lessons first? I mean, I don't see anything on the page where it says, well, first they give you a session of teaching you how to drive that particular car. They, yes, Mike, always get the biggest package you can find. <laughs> they they do. <laughs> that you can I get lessons. You can get lessons, yes. I just want to get in, hit the throttle and take off. I mean, what what more is there to know? I mean, really, Maybe I mean, like where not to crash into something. I don't know. I don't mean. hit the wall. That's all you have to know. <laughs> turn left and don't hit the wall. Go, go fast and turn left. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, the packages start from what? One hundred and twenty nine dollars for a ride along all the way up to a little over three thousand uh, dollars where you get actually 48 minutes on the track. So, I mean. I'm so lucky. I already scratched this itch. I drove my boss's Porsche when I was a youngster. So, I, I well, there's one not too far from you, Melissa in Phoenix. Oh, really? <laughs> and yeah. guess what, Kevin? The closest one to you would be Kentucky. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably the closest track to me to do this. But that's a big track too. I mean, I think that's a mile. Of the Poconos, isn't there a track out in the Poconos in Pennsylvania? Yeah, but that's a road race course. Charlotte, Atlanta. It's more fun. No, no, I want to go left. Texas, Kentucky, yeah. Miami, Richmond. To turn oh, Richmond. Richmond's Rich- probably closer to you. Yeah, but that's a go. small track. Richmond's Myrtle not, Beach. Richmond's Michigan, not a big track. Myrtle Beach track's kind of flat. I Talladega, want, Phoenix, uh, New Hampshire. Now, I would drive to Talladega. Mario Kart 8 first. <laughs> I already played Mario. But I could go to <laughs> Talladega because that's, that's a big-ass track. 
That's Florida, isn't it? No, Talladega, Alabama. Alabama. Well, he, remember, he has to go somewhere. He doesn't have to get on a plane to get there. I'll drive down there. It's only about 16 hours. Oh, God. <laughs> but I, I, can't you all just see they'll me drive behind? Down, they'll fly him back. Well, they'll return my body in an airplane. <laughs> in an ambulance plane. But, I mean, can't you just picture me behind the wheel of a NASCAR going 180 miles an hour, you know, down the back straightaway, just flat out getting it? Just make sure you have your diaper on. (laughs) I I will admit it. Then as you're going around the corner, I'll pass you up playing Mario Kart 8. Yeah. (laughs) I will admit. fly, Fly a drone and capture it all. I will admit to that many years ago when a friend of mine bought a brand new Mustang GT, he said, you need to drive this. Uh-huh. He said, get it up to about 65 miles an hour, pull it out of fifth gear, stab it into third, and nail it. Oh. oh. And you talk about shit oh. and get. Um, <laughs> it took off like a bat out of hell. But I think... Probably the fastest I've ever driven a vehicle was about 120, maybe 130 miles an hour. Um, there's a there's a place around here where you can actually get up to that fast speed. Mm-hmm. So, I've gotten up to a buck sixty before. It's it's uh, it's a thrill. It's I've been up to very often. I've been up to about a buck forty, buck fifty in the back of a Trans Am. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a thrill. It is. Yeah, a, you gotta be behind the. <laughs> yeah, different story behind the wheel, yes. So. And, and actually driving it, none of this automatic bullshit. Melissa, he was in the back of a Trans Am, and he was thrilled. <laughs> the young lady okay. sitting there with me was as <laughs> thrilled as I was. <laughs> Mike, what did you pick? Elisa <laughs> <laughs> wants to move on. <laughs> yeah, this is getting awkward here. Yeah, and taking that segue, this is less interesting, but it's it's powerful stuff here. And I don't know, Kevin may actually find this one kind of interesting. And again, this is a pick I'd had for oh, maybe a month or so because I stumbled across this and I'm like, ooh, ah. Um, this is yard working equipment, but I found this one kind of interesting. So this is something from Troy Built. And it's a modular system. So there's actually three pieces of this, but it comes in at about $1,300 for the configuration I want. So you you start off with this power base. That's about $400. And it has an engine and a uh, system where you lock things on there. And then you can add, they got a number of accessories here, but the ones I'm interested in is the lawnmower. So it's a 28-inch uh, lawnmower attachment that goes on there. So you have a self-propelled lawnmower. That comes at about $500. And then you can add on a snowblower, which I'm sure would excite Kevin, uh, for about $400. So you don't have to have a separate lawnmower and a separate snowblower. You just have this one power unit that you put attachments on. And beyond the ones that I mentioned, they also have a leaf blower. So you can walk along and blow your leaves to, in Jeez. one direction. Like a the pressure knife of, lawn- of lawnmowers. It is, yeah, and you got a pressure washer, a water pump, a dethatcher, uh, aerator, uh, chipper shredder, and a log splitter. And I've had uh, Troy built rototiller before. Yeah, a a log splitter. Yeah, write your own jokes, there, people. Um, But anyway, um, and I've had Troy built a Troy built rototiller before, and I liked it, and it was a good piece of equipment. And so I was, you know, looking on the site here, and I saw this one. Ooh. Um, yeah, so this is something I kind of like because then it would take up less room in our garage because, like, we've got – well, actually, now we have a lawnmower and two snowblowers in there that I need to get rid of uh, 
don't read the comments, people. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, speak for yourself. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we got two lawnmowers and a snow, uh, one lawnmower and two snowblowers in there. No, wait a minute, I think we got two lawnmowers out there. And a Probably. log splitter. Uh, no, and we a don't have logs. And a pear tree. Yeah, not yeah, not it. No, no, I don't want David uh, cast. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, I, I saw this. I thought this would be kind of cool. And like I say, kind of, uh, uh, I, I like the Troy built. I like the equipment. I like this kind of stuff. So uh, I saw this and it got me, you got my motor going. So <laughs> Actually, I've seen this thing in Lowe's, just to be honest with you. Okay. I've seen it in there and it uh, it does look quite interesting. So good yeah, pick. It, so. All right, Melissa, what do you have for us this week? <laughs> uh, gosh, well, since I, I didn't really, I wasn't able to to bitch about my, my problem with my audio, this got me thinking about it, which is what led me to pick what I picked, which is a drum kit. And uh, this is an interesting learning experience because I had just assumed that drum kits were like really wildly expensive. And I actually had a challenge trying to find something that fit within our, our price limit. So the one that I picked out is just, it's just over $1,200. It's called a Maple Saturn VMH Exotic five-piece shell pack natural ash burl drum set. And it's, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's a beautiful looking drum kit. Um, the reason that I got led down this path was because you talked about Ghostbusters earlier. And every time I think about Ghostbusters now, I, I imagine what I've been through these, these past couple of weeks trying to troubleshoot the sound issues that I've been having. So I, I'm using my old, my trusty old Logitech headset, which I hate because it's uncomfortable and everything. And anyway, I had been using an ATR 2100 mic, but the problem was I kept having this terrible humming and this hissing noise. And I thought, well, maybe it's the environment. Maybe, maybe it's here. Maybe it's getting feedback from the computer. So I went all over my house and went into this back room where there's nothing plugged in. It's just an area that we use for storage right now. And I'm trying to, to rule out any kind of um, electrical feedback or things that are from cross loops or whatever they're called and, you know, trying to just eliminate all of that kind of stuff. And the hum was still there. It was driving me crazy. So I basically came to the conclusion that it might have been um, a, a fault in the microphone. So I sent it out. And so I haven't heard back yet. So I'll report it on that next time. But in the meantime... I've been on this quest to try to find quiet places or how to make my house a little bit quieter. And so I've been kind of scoping out areas and trying to figure out, well, how could we, you know, soundproof this room? You know, maybe this was going to be Keegan's room, but eh, screw it. He doesn't need his own room. We can turn this into a, turn this into a studio or something, you know, because the kids are going to want to do that anyway. And uh, Lucian's been talking about, he's been wanting to learn how to play the drums for a long time. And so... I thought for my pick today, I would look up and, and see what kind of kind of trouble I could get into as far as budget was concerned for a drum kit. So I learned that they're not as expensive as I thought they were, but still, yeah, it's just tempting trying to figure out um, how could I fit a drum kit in our house and, and, and make it so that it doesn't annoy the neighbors as much as they, they've annoyed us with their oh, noise. I was going to say, because you was thinking about a quiet space, so naturally you wanted to find out about a drum kit? <laughs> well, I thought if I could isolate a room, if I could make oh. a sound studio where I could isolate it enough, then I was thinking, well, then I could put a drum kit in there and then he could go in there and close the door and we wouldn't have to hear about it. Well, so I was trying to love yeah. to play the drums. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. I could never do it because I'm too symmetrical. 
Uh-huh. So if my right hand is going one, two, three, four, yeah. and my left hand is going one, two, I can't do it. <laughs> you just, you can't think about it. I, I miss playing an instrument. I used to play the piano and, and nothing, this is all self-taught. So I haven't learned how to play, you know, read notes or anything like that. But, uh, you know, he's taking the little recorder class that they have at school. <laughs> we're killing Kevin. <laughs> Did we just kill Kevin? Did I say something to make we're Kevin die? On, I don't know. We're working on it, but he looks like he's ready to, he's, he's blue. <laughs> we're close. We're close. <laughs> I win. <laughs> oh, the thoughts that went through my head. I'm just not going to. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. So that, that, that was my pick. I, a drum kit. I just want to bang on the drums all day. Yeah, Melissa just wants to bang all day long. For me, but, you know. Oh, I'd love it. I would love that. An electric guitar. I would love mm-hmm. to learn. Can't read music. Wouldn't do any good. Oh, I can't either. I mean, when I was in high school... One, I can't remember who it was. One of the teachers gave like um, guitar lessons. So like before school, I'd bring in my guitar and I learned how to play Take Me Home Country Roads. But I would you didn't but learn, I, let your love go. <laughs> nope, didn't learn that one yet. But I spent too much time putting my left mm. hand on the, what do they call it, the fret? fret. Like putting, yeah. putting it on the, putting them, like moving my fingers to the right string and then Being going like, like strum. Strum, strum, mm-hmm. strum. And then, okay, now I have to change up. Move those fingers. There was no flow. I couldn't just flow. I mm-hmm. said, okay, I'm done. Yeah, with right. my, my problem with the no piano musical was talent. I would memorize. Because I, I play by ear, so I would memorize, and I wouldn't actually learn to read the notes. <laughs> so I would just go off memory, and I, I couldn't get my eyes to just follow the notes, so I just gave up on it. See, Doesn't it's, your ear your get sore? Is doing, yeah, your left hand is doing one thing, you know, is playing one set of notes. The right hand is playing mm-hmm. the other side. I, I can't do that. But the I'm moment just, you stop to think about it, then that's when you get screwed I'm up. too symmetrical. I can't do that. Right. You see, I took piano lessons, and so I can't say I can read music, but I know what the notes mean. Mm-hmm. Kevin's just sitting there biting his lip. Um, but And I've always had this deep, dark desire to learn how to play the guitar, too. But, you know, it's just one of those things, like you say, yeah, you got to do your, you know, you know, you got to you got to fret, you know, you got whatever. You got to make sure you place your I'm trying to come up with a phrase that won't set Kevin off. My, I'd be the one that ultimately kills him, what you do with your fingers. But anyway, uh, you know, you got to get that. And like I say, then you got to be able to hit the right chords or the right strings in the right ways in the so right spot. and you know yeah <laughs> one the of them right might spot. be a g, <laughs> yeah one of them might be a g string so there you go tune the g string and <laughs> kevin yeah, is no longer with it's too tight and it, and it <laughs> comes off and whips you upside the head <laughs> <laughs> mike i think you need to close out the show <laughs> i'm all right i'm Kevin's back gone. <laughs> <laughs> You people purposely try to do this to me now. <laughs> yep. Well, you're so easy, Kevin. It's just, you know, it's like fully throwing meat in front of a pit bull. You'll just gobble it right up. So. Yeah. Well, my brain works in just a certain way. So anyway, so let, let's go around the virtual table and talk about where you can find out more about us. Well, Melissa, we'll start with you this week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure because I got a mute. <laughs> Well, you can find out about me just by doing a Google search for the Mac Mommy, T-H-E-M-A-C-M-O-M-M-Y. I don't know why I have to spell that out. I don't know why people can't spell mommy, but some people can't. So there you go. That's me. They can't spell it, but they can say mommy. Okay. Elisa. At Sensei Die for Twitter 
And the podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes is called Three Geeky Ladies. And you can find that at threegeekyladies.com with the number three spelled out. That's wonderful. Michael. Well, when I'm not assuming my secret identity of Captain Innuendo, uh, you can find me over at um, Twitter uh, uh, as DSC Chipman, or I have my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak, that's M-C-P-E-E-K. Or if you want to find some place where I'm not screwing around, you can go over and check me out on sci-fi tech talk um, uh, dot com, where we actually talk about science fictions and things that you know aren't quite as hilarious as, you know, being able to finger your frets and what you do with your drumsticks. So, yeah, exactly. Go have a listen to Yeah. Go have a listen to both those shows. So folks, if you want to find out more about me, you can find me at Twitter at B I G underscore I N underscore V A. If you go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder, that links back over to that and other things and crimes I may have committed in the past. If you go over to geekiestshowever.com, you can find out more about our show, uh, find links to the show notes or find the show notes there and links to some of the things we've talked about. If you'd like to give us a review in iTunes, we always appreciate that. That helps us get discovered. And I want to say again, a thank you to all those people that have done reviews. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you this week. And if you do nothing else between now and no. next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Hey Siri, could you read the three geeky ladies promo script? Sure. Elisa says, Welcome to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and introduces Suse and Vicky. Suse says, Hello everyone. Vicky says, Hi. Elisa, want to know how we feel about the new Apple product? Suse, what about the iOS camera? Vicky, or the MacBook Pro update? Elisa, Suse, and Vicky in unison. Then, listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast. Siri, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the My Mac Podcasting Network.